This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Here on my show, I talk about all kinds of stuff, from my past life as a fashion model to my life now as a competitive athlete, where I run fast and far, breaking the tapes at races here in New York City. On today's show, we're talking about what all beginner runners should know if they want to get faster, run longer, and stay on their feet or avoid injury. But before I get into today's show, a quick announcement. Have you ever wanted to run with me in person? Live in New York City? Well, you can, because every Thursday at 6.30 p.m., I lead a community run where you're invited. We start and end at the fixed studio on 23rd and 7th, where there's a backdrop and snacks waiting for us after we run. This is an easy recovery shuffle run, and no pace is too slow. So head over to the show notes to register. I hope to see you there. Okay, on to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to my show. This week we're going back to more of a coach's corner chat. So straying from the past few episodes where I've been talking about love and relationships and getting back to basics or what I know best, which is how to run fast. So today's show is geared towards beginner runners or runners that just want to improve upon the base that they already have. And basically it's just tips that I have on how to get faster or how to run longer, building your endurance and even avoiding injury. These are tips that I've used for myself as well as for the athletes that I coach And it's just basic stuff, but I think that it goes a long way and it's worth reiterating because sometimes people think that you have to run really hard every single day to get faster when that's simply not the case. So I'm here to debunk that and talk about how to get faster without burning yourself out or running yourself to the ground. So number one is to slow down. And it might seem counterintuitive, but truly 75 to 80% of your total running in a week should be much slower than your race pace or all-out sprinting pace, meaning that most of your runs in a given week should be pretty chill and what we call conversation pace, so the pace that you can hold running while you can talk or keep a conversation with someone. And um, another way that I like to gauge this is I call it my NPR pace, So when I'm listening to podcasts when I'm running, um, usually I listen to podcasts on my easy days or like conversations happening on on a talk show like NPR. And if I'm able to pay attention to something heady or cerebral like an NPR show like Fresh Air with Terry Gross or something like that, um, that to me says that I'm not running too hard. Because I find that it's on days when I'm running really hard that I can't pay attention or tune into something that's heady like that. So, I mean, that's a weird way of saying it, but that's just, that's what I call my NPR pace. Otherwise, it's the pace that you can just chill, talk, um, carry on thoughts. It's not like you're going so hard that you can't think about anything else. But that said, there is a time and a place for that kind of running. So... In order to get faster, that first suggestion of slowing down is what you should do on the days that you're not running hard. And I would say one to two times a week, running fast or harder than your normal effort is the way to improve your speed 
as well as your form and just kind of shake you out of your routine and make the body work a little bit harder than it normally would, but without overdoing it. So for me, that means doing um, an interval track type workout on Tuesday and then a harder threshold slash tempo workout on the weekend. That's two hard days a week. So along with running slow, you'd be running your harder days on Tuesday or the weekend. And maybe that in the beginning, that only means one hard day a week. But the point is to give yourself uh, a run or two a week that is a little bit harder or spicier than your normal running. And um, that is key for getting faster because it just teaches your body to get uncomfortable here and there. Because sometimes people fall into this routine where they run the same pace every single day of the week and they never improve upon that pace. And instead of doing that, I'm saying to have different gears. So instead of running an eight-minute mile for three miles every other day of the week, I would say run a nine or 10-minute mile or like way easier than what you're normally doing most days of the week, so like three or four days a week, And then speckle in a day or two where you do a little bit faster than an eight-minute mile for shorter intervals or finish a three-mile run just under that eight-minute mile pace just to feel what it feels like to go a little faster than what you're comfortable with. So yeah, basically combining the slowing down and the getting a little bit faster here and there, so speckling in the speed, is the fastest way to get faster. Um, And this is also because if you're running at like a 65% effort or like you're kind of going medium hard most of the time, you're eventually going to hit a wall and you're not going to like improve upon or build upon the speed that you're running at. It's important to fluctuate and find the different gears. I noticed this with myself because for so many years, I really just ran at the same pace. I was always running around like a seven minute mile. And I never descended below that and I never slowed down because I didn't think that that meant that I was going to improve. But truly, it's having that fluctuation of paces and oscillating between the slower, easy pace and the faster, hard pace here and there uh, that gets you used to the different gears and trains your body how to like work on the different levels so that when it comes to test, when it comes the day to test yourself, you actually can show up and go pretty hard um, because you've given your body all the different um, pace uh, gears to work with. But yes. So yeah, so slowing down and then incorporating a little bit of speed work is important. But another thing that I would say that is kind of goes hand in hand with the slowing down thing is to accumulate more nonstop time on feet runs. So This means, say you're running 10 minutes every other day. You're a beginner and you're maybe doing a mile every other day. Or you're even doing two miles. Maybe you're running 20 minutes every other day. To slow yourself down so that you can get more time on feet. So maybe you work your way up to half an hour or 45 minutes or even an hour. That's really important. And I think that having that time on feet just gives yourself the space. And even if you're going so much slower than you would normally go for your two-mile run, just to get that hour, so you like slow yourself significantly down just to run for an hour straight, that is going to take you to the next level. Because I found that learning how to run for an hour at a time, 
um, was a huge milestone for me. That was actually kind of what took me away from just being kind of a normal hobby jogger to starting to get a little bit more competitive with my paces. And for me, I actually just started to learn how to squeeze on my hard days, how to squeeze more mileage into that hour window. And so I went from running like five or six miles in an hour to seven miles in an hour, ultimately to just over 10 miles in an hour on a hard day. So yeah, learning about how to like get yourself to get more endurance by gradually building up slowly to having more time on feet, um, anywhere from an hour to 90 minutes is a good base starting point to then chip away uh, on on top of that. Um, So with that, if you're going to do this like nonstop time on feet runs, no matter if it's an easy day or one of your hard days, my rule of thumb is to always make them progression runs. And I can't emphasize this enough. It's so important. But basically to finish faster than how you started. And um, it sounds simple. It's what the Kenyans do for all of their runs. But basically, it just means that if you're going to run for an hour, those first few miles should be almost painfully slow, so much slower than you want to go. But you know that by the last 10 or 15 minutes, you're going to be going much faster and always finish your last few miles at the fastest uh, versus your first few miles the slowest. So you're getting faster as you go in a progression run. And I say to run progression runs even on your easy days. So you're not finishing too fast, but you're finishing faster than you started, which means start slower than you'd ever really want to. As, you know, silly as it sounds, like I just call it like the shuffle pace, but starting with a shuffle and then just gradually chipping down is teaching your body how to just naturally get faster as you go. And yeah, I think that's really served me. It's a great racing strategy too. And it teaches yourself how to do that in a race, especially in something like a 5K or a half marathon. It's really good to finish faster than you started. Um, it's called negatively splitting. And for me, I've always found the adrenaline of at the end of a race, passing people when people start to kind of drop off. You get these surges of adrenaline when you're passing people on the track or in a race and you're like, yeah, like I've got my second wind because you've been teaching yourself how to negatively split every single run that you set out to do. So um, yeah, progression runs are bay. <laughs> They're very important. Uh, another way to get faster is to make sure that you're recovering really well. And I do this by making sure I maximize the time between runs or try to make sure that I'm running, say if I'm running once a day, which is typically what I do, running, um, having the whole day between, sort of like 23 hours between runs. So say I run an hour a day. Try to have your, your runs be um, separated apart enough that you have so much time of recovery between runs So this is part of why I'm not a huge fan of doubles or why I don't really run twice in one day. And that's because I'd rather have 23 hours, 22, 23 hours between my runs to maximize the recovery. Because as much as like running is a big part of the equation of getting faster, so is the time between runs and letting it all sink in. That's so important. So for me, that means, you know, if I get my run in, As soon as I'm done, thinking about how to recover in the most optimal, best, most efficient way. And um, this might mean just building my life to be a little bit more chill or, I don't know, focus on things that like keep me, keep my stress levels low 
And um, yeah, so just finding ways to recover between your runs or maximize that recovery time is also important because it keeps you consistent. And the best way to get faster is to just be consistent because it's the injuries that take us out for a few months at a time that make us have to start from scratch. So you want to avoid injury if you want to continue to progress and get better. So that means making sure that you never run two hard days in a row because truly I can honestly say that the only times I've ever gotten severely injured was because I didn't follow that simple rule of basically sandwiching your hard days with lots of easy days. And that's what I was saying in the beginning of having a hard day on a Tuesday and a hard day on the weekend, um, but then having a lot of easy days in between. So important and should be number one. That just should be the thing that I teach anyone who ever runs in their life. So yeah, the consistency thing is like actually what I think I credit so much of my speed to is just being able to run for extended periods of time without having to stop because of unexpected injury. So yeah, between running slower and having the nonstop time on feet or doing progression runs where you finish faster, maximizing your recovery methods, and making sure that you never run two hard days in a row, um, all of these things plus staying consistent are ways to improve your speed and just get better as a runner. I hope that you got something out of this show and hopefully you can meet me in person at my one of my community runs on Thursdays or just message me on Instagram. I'm at Lucy Beatrix, L-U-C-I-E-B-E-A-T-R-I-X if you have any questions. And yeah, until next time, just be fast, just win. Win.